Images of pilots and aircraft filled the television screen as Stephanie recounted the story of a local Navy pilot, now an astronaut. Flashy red hair cascaded over Stephanie's shoulders, framing a perfect, freckled face and green eyes. Daddy's eyes closed again. Eyelids shuttered on consciousness. The morphine drew him into a land of fitful dreams. Please, Jesus, no pain. She prayed in silence. The chill and stiffness of death crept into his frame, her skin to his. She determined to delay his passing as long as possible, using her own warmth, pressing his hands between hers or laying an arm across his chest. As immodest as it might be, she'd even drape herself across Daddy's body to pour her life into his, suffering any embarrassment to regain one more moment as a little girl on his lap. To relive one minute beside him on the tractor. To experience one more caress of his rough hands on her face. Daddy roused and coughed yet again, this one a hacking rattle from deep within. Both women sprang to his side, turning him slightly, draining the bottomless well that threatened to drown him. Neither woman grimaced, their nurturing impervious to the squalor of her father's self-inflicted disease. Minutes later, he settled back into labored breathing, and Pamela carried away the soiled remains of their latest care. Walking back from the kitchen, she pulled a chair up behind Laura Ann, coaxing her to sit while the young woman prayed breath into failing lungs. Treasure every moment, dear. It won't be long. Laura Ann nodded. The nurse's empathy for the needs of the dying blessed many in this little valley of the Middle Island Creek, a forgotten backwater in this rural corner of West Virginia. The wife of a local pastor, Pamela Culpepper, ministered to those on the threshold of the next life while her husband shepherded the rest. Christmas? Laura Ann asked, her wet eyes pleading. She wiped at salty cheeks with a forearm, unable to let go of her father lest he slip away for good. Pamela walked around the bed and stood by the window, shivering as she stared out at the night. Winter's breath found its way around loose panes, feeding a river of frigid air that flowed across the old bedroom. Are you sure you want this to drag out that long? The nurse asked with a shake of her head. Her face washed in the pale white of bright moonlight on a winter solstice evening. Let God take him. In his time. Laura Ann shuddered, looking away from the window back to the purple chapped lips of her father. I'll care for him tonight. You take over in the morning. Pamela's shoes clacked on well-worn oak as she crossed the room in silence. Passing Laura Ann, her hand lingered on the girl's shoulder, strong warmth that radiated, I understand. They connected for a brief moment, and then she departed. Looking across the bed, her head cradled into Daddy's side, Laura Ann stared at the full moon where it rose above a ridge to the north. Stark poplars silhouetted against the white orb stood like soldiers arrayed about their small farm, a tiny island of life in the middle of the frozen Appalachians. Tall woody guardians basked in the brilliant cold, holding death and the mortgage bankers at bay. 
but for how long? I'm sorry, Daddy, Laura Ann cried, her tears wetting her father's bony hand where it lay under her face on the bedside. For so many things. I've done something you wouldn't approve of, but I did it for a good reason. I need you. She wiped his skin dry with shoulder-length brown hair, never moving her head from its place atop his wrist. I know you want to go. Please forgive me for holding you back. Pain clawed its way out of her, sobs dislodging themselves from a place deep inside, a crypt so hidden she'd never known it existed, a place he'd told her of once when talking about her departed mother, a place she'd never understood. Until now. Your mama, he'd said so many times, then turned away, chin quivering.